Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome, everybody, to another week worth of my independence reports. My name is Kevin McDonald, and uh, hey, it's Monday, uh, the 22nd of March, 2021. Holy mackerel, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> never thought that I never thought that I'd see the day. And we've got a wonderful author here. And I got to tell you, her um, uh, when she first emailed me, her email was, I'm maybe the most positive person you've ever met. And I said, okay, well. I'm pretty positive myself, so we're going to have to check this out and see what we got here. And what I found was we have an extraordinary human being who she is an author. She is a counselor. She helps people in all manners of, uh, of the, their walk and uh, tries to help people understand a little bit more about it. And, well, we're going to actually, you know, I should probably ask her that since it's her program and stuff. So, uh, Joy Rezor, is that right? That's good. Okay. Yeah. How do you if I if I mispronounce I I'm famous for mispronouncing last names. So, uh, what's your last it's, name? It that's close. That was my married name. I'm divorced, and I kept it because I didn't ever feel comfortable with my maiden name. Okay. Which, <laughs> um, so I say Reezer is how Reezer? I say okay. this name. Yes. Very good. Uh, so Joy Reeser is with us now that we've got that settled. Probably should have done that before we went live, but that's all right. This is a live broadcast, and uh, we're on YouTube and Facebook, and and it's going to be also available on uh, My Independence Report, the podcast. So uh, I'm looking forward to a wonderful hour or how long it takes us to get to talk about what we're going to talk about. The first question I have to ask you, because it's right there on your website, is you had a wonderful um, interview with uh, Jack Canfield, uh, who wrote uh, Seed of the Soul, not Seed of the Soul, um, um, uh, so Songs for the Soul, uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul. That's it. That's what it is. And so when did you meet, when did you meet Jack? Um, that was in March of 2019, two years ago. It's because I saw on Facebook the opportunity that you could go to Jack's house for a two-day mastermind and my soul wanted that experience. I have healed into a person comfortable in my own skin after decades of not being this version of who I am. So if you have the money in your pocket, you can apply and go to that program. It's not inexpensive. Um, was, but, it, was, uh, it, was it worth your time? It was. I felt lovely being there, learning from Jack and everyone else in the room. It was really beautiful. It was when my um, the first volume of Design to Shine had come out, and I gave everyone a copy of it. Yeah. Oh, really cool. So 
what got you interested in, in being an author and writing and, and you do poetry and, um, well, let's talk about your writing. What, what exactly led you to it and, and what's your motivation? Thank you. Well, Kevin, I, I would say that my first language was writing because I don't know when everyone else's throat chakra opens or if it's always open, but my throat chakra opened when I was 53. So all those years I was writing in journals. And also that was a function of the dysfunction in my family, the dad issues, the mother issues. So I would go into my room and write and I would write poetry, male poetry to my pen pal in Vietnam and different things. Sit on a rock outside in the sun, believe that my life would get better <laughs> and write poems. Um, and and the, how I became an author is <laughs> because I wrote a prayer in my journals every day for a really long time to become the joy I am created to be. Something in me knew that I didn't want to be a person named Joy with a bag of wounds on my back from childhood. And I didn't know who I would be, but, and lo and behold, divinity or God source, whoever, however you call this energy <laughs> led me to classes and books and healers to help me clear everything that wasn't supposed to be in me. And I, then divinity woke me up in 2014 and said, joy, use the lessons of your life to inspire readers and call it an alphabetical adventure. So that became this first, my first book came out in 2015 with relatable um, essays, questions and poetry because poems on my healing journey, I, I couldn't go to a therapist. I simply cried when they said the word father and I had to leave the room so I healed more slowly and I went to poetry therapy workshops and I was really, I wrote a lot of poems. I sent them out for publication. So when I was writing this book of essays, poems I had written in my past jumped into my consciousness and said, I support this essay. So a person reading this book would go along, they're reading an essay. Here's the essay on creating every day. And then there's a poem, Amuse Me. <laughs> it was a funny, it was a fun poem to write. Um, there are a few poems on the create, after the creating every day essay. <coughs> and um, lo and behold, the book, the other books, I didn't try to write them. That's I amazing. Think I think I'm so close to, I'm a highly creative person, an astrologer told me. And 
that I'm so close to everything else because we are one and I receive books and it's a beautifully effortless, fun <laughs> way to write a book. I recommend it. <laughs> um, I, can just, I can just imagine because um, things that struck me, first of all, the older I get, the more families histories that I've become aware of. Um, I have learned that we all, we all go through troubles in our lives and they are, can be uh, much, can much, there can be much more significant troubles for some than others, but we all come from a dysfunctional family because that's what we, we, that's what we do, uh, because everybody is, their life experience at that age is such that, uh, that they don't know a lot better. And, and then they think about what their parents did and what their grandparents did. So it becomes a never ending battle for us. What, when was it that you decided that your, your upbringing was not only not acceptable, but it was causing damage to you and you needed to fix it. Hmm. I think it was when I was in my twenties, I worked at a bank and there were some colleagues from other businesses that we would spend some time with. And this one man said to me, Joy, you've got a bag on your back of wounds. I think that whatever I was expressing in my 20s, he gave me that feedback. And I remember going to um, the employee assistance person at the bank, Talk. I had these troubles. I was going to be married and my parents and there was this stuff happening. So, yeah, I think I became aware in my 20s and I think it was in my 30s. I haven't looked back. I have bins of journals. I journaled every day. I have journaled every day for decades. I still do. And I think that I wrote that prayer to become the joy I am created to be. I think it was many, many, many months, days and months in my 30s. Um, <coughs> excuse me. No, so you, so in your, so that gentleman, do you, do you still, are you in contact with that gentleman who said that you had uh, um, stuff on your back? No, no, I haven't, I can't even, I don't know his name. No, no, that was, I'm, I'm turning 64. I'm a young, older person. <laughs> oh, come on, I, 64 is not old. When did, when did, when did you turn 64? Uh, in July. Ah, see, you're older than I am. You're, you're, you're much, much. I'm, I'm turning 64 in September. So you are much older than me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so that gentleman in your 20s was a bit of an angel, don't you think? Yeah, I, I think, you know, we are all angels to one another. Do you, you know, that, that the way we touch one another, what we say to one another, what we give to one another. And there were, and I will tell you, Kevin, when, as I grew up as a child, I would hold on to something every morning. And I didn't remember that until I was in my 30s. It was, what was I? I was holding in what it was, I would write something that would add to the peace in the world. And then 
for decades, I egoically worried about it. <laughs> like, did I write it yet? <laughs> did I write something? And uh, I'm over it. I've, I've written about it. I've written about it. I've, I've written about it. <laughs> but you've got, but you have got reams of material to continue to write. Oh, I do. I have content. I have a lot of content I can mine. Um, and I'm just, these days I'm finishing up. A, I was in a beta class that's been really great. It's called The Art of Mindful Storytelling. And it made me understand how to write an impactful post, for example, on Facebook or wherever, that could be relatable to other people. So I have, I, I've written a newsletter for years. I have articles on my website. I have bins of journals, the content, and I have all these books I've written. So I have a lot of content to, so, yeah. Well, say, if somebody would like to go while we're doing this interview and would like to go to your website and kind of kick a few tires and look it around a little bit, how do they get there? It's joyonyourshoulders.com. Joyonyourshoulders with an S.com. That's really cool. Thank you. It it came to me as a from divinity. It is and it is J O Y S joys. And this idea of beautiful fabric around the neck, positive words into the world. It came to me years before I birthed it. I needed to grow more to have the confidence to birth this thing that I would be wearing. And the day I decided I'm doing it, I opened my local paper that comes out twice a week in Brevard, North Carolina. And there is Joy's Specialty Sewing Service. <laughs> I dropped the paper. I have goosebumps telling the story because I felt like I am so supported by the universe. To give me a seamstress named Joy, um, who made the first generation of these, and um, I'm yeah, joys, joy on your shoulders. <laughs> so, so, so people, so, people tell me. Oh, go ahead. Visiting that site makes people happy. It's um, it's, it's beautiful. A joy for me. Thank beautiful you. Site. And in addition to that, uh, you also have got clothing, which you were talking about. Is now is that joy that that uh, you found in the paper? Are you still working with her? No, that. Dear soul stopped sewing for me a number of years ago, and then she relocated to Florida. Um, so oh, different at one point. Yeah, yeah, I've been. I mean, I was. I've been a poster child for a number of things. <laughs> one was, I was so rigid. 
so controlling, so perfectionistic. And I'm not any of those things anymore. I'm allowing. I am um, a recovering perfectionist. But so when she left me, I had healed enough a little beyond perfection so that when another seamstress came to me and said, with a bag and said, she's holding a bag, what do I do with all these little pieces of fabric? I didn't skip a beat and came out from me, let's make little things. Because we already had the ones you could wear or you could drape these or hang them up. But then came the little things you might have seen on my site, Kevin. Um, we've got bags. Um, oh, wrong way. Has a piece of cardboard because it was standing up. But um, people put cell phones, prayer beads, coins, jewelry, a lot of things in, in these bags. And the title came to me because I'm S-A-C-S, Simply Adorable Catch-All Sacks, because I think they are so cute. <coughs> Excuse me. And then um, came Portable Joy. Um, for example, it has Velcro on it. And people put them on purses, backpacks, wine yeah. bottles. They put them everywhere. Cribs. I've had people put them on lawnmowers. I mean, they put them anywhere. <laughs> wow, that's, that's what? good. <laughs> what? I said that's good. They can, they can put them on their lawnmower because they can rejoice on uh, mowing the lawn, which is always one of my favorite activities. <laughs> yeah, walkers. And when I was at, before COVID, I was at spiritual conventions and I would give them to people that had a walker and say, may I put this on your walker? Um, so, <coughs> excuse me. So what decided you, because there was a point in time um, that you decided that you wanted to make an impact in the world in a very special way. And uh, that by doing your writing, by going to the uh, spiritual seminars, by working with Jack Canfield, by doing what you're doing, you spent your life learning about how to live your life more authentically and more real. How do you take that and help other people who come and, um, and work with you? How do you? How do you help them get through some of the... Well, a lot of the guck that's out there that, that uh, we all have to live with. How do you help them through it? Thank you, Kevin. Well, people who are called to work with me and we have a discovery call to see if there's a fit. But I have a lot of I'm connected to everything. And everybody is but they may not know it <laughs> but we are i was so i was the poster child of separation for decades but i am now connected but i receive questions i receive wisdom to ask people and i always have this other way of seeing things for instance when i was a child 
And friends would say, Joy, choose a side. Are you with Rita? Are you with Susie? And I, I could stand there and say, I'm not choosing. Rita has her perception. She's coming from what she understands. Susie has her perception. She's her, she believes in what she believes in. And I can't say that one of those is right or wrong. So I really came in with, I, on the Enneagram scale, if you know about the Enneagram, Kevin, I'm a peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> I just, and I've had this woman who's talked, Mother Gaia talks through her and has written books through this beautiful soul called Mare Cromwell. You need to look up Mare Cromwell. She's amazing. And Mare said, I have a fairy soul. And I wouldn't be surprised because I love beauty so much. I love gentleness, kindness, harmony, love, peace. You put ugliness in front of me or hostility or rudeness, and I just don't want to be in the same space. How did you get to be this way? Because if you were, see, I lived with, for a long time, I lived with uh, someone <laughs> I, would, I would call a perfectionist. That would be my mother. And, and so I, she, but she, and she still is because it's not an easy thing to do. If you're a perfectionist to suddenly be, to flip it and say, oh, I'm okay <laughs> with, with the, having the house, not being perfect, not having, you know, having the, the car, not being, the, you know, so how, where did you, where did you flip this? And was there a cataclysmic event or was it just, you had an inner knowing deep down? Thank you, Kevin. It was, it was all of it. It was a journey and a half. And there was a flipping that happened when, when I moved um, three times in 18 months. And when I, was putting away, when I was putting away my underwear for the third time, <laughs> that is when I realized, oh my gosh, I can move, I can change, I can, I can relocate, I can, I cannot own a house. Renting is very cool to do. I'm renting. Um, and that was a, an epiphany that I will always remember. <laughs> the because I had been so rigidified by my family. <laughs> like if if <laughs> it makes me laugh now. But the day that my father yelled at me, okay, my maiden name is Bomblat, B-A-U-M-B-L-A-T-T. Bless the Bomblats. I, ha I, have, I love my relatives. I love my ancestors. But it, the, it, I wasn't, it didn't feel like joy. Bomblat didn't work for me. Um, the day my dad said, when he was looking at my report card, bomblets don't get C's. I had gotten a C in geometry and up from inside me comes, 
I guess I'm not a bomblet. <laughs> oh, that went over well, I'll bet. Oh, that, yeah, that went over real well. But the thing is, that family was all about the intellect. Nothing else mattered. And I think I came in as a heart-centered being from some other planet who wanted to bring a lot of goodness, <laughs> bring a lot of goodness. Um, the other thing I know about perfection is it was layers of letting go of things. Um, the, when I first birthed the first generation of these, they were hanging and, and Joy sewed 12 of them. They were hanging in my bedroom and I happened to be having lunch at an out at a cafe outside and comes along a man I knew. And I said, hey, Don, can I ask you a question? Because I knew he was such a creator. And I was having angst of letting them go into the world. You know, the uh, losing control, having what if Walmart sees it and they want to have it or, you know, all the weird <laughs> thoughts that we have. And Don said, can I come to your house and see these? And I, I said, yes, please. And he followed me home. And I already had a very good comfort level with him. And he said just what I needed to understand about these creations needing to go where they go. And he said the just right thing that I needed. You know, so I think that perfectionism, that now that I could say I'm a recovering perfectionist, is I don't wig out when things are out of order. Um, I don't line up everything, everything exactly, exactly. I mean, I'm just... I probably had some OCD <laughs> something. Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I, I, I'm sure I did. I remember, you know, not being able to step on a crack and um, break my mother's back and that whole thing. I was very, <sighs> yeah, but I think what you said before about all of our dysfunctional upbringings, I, have you heard the part about how we as souls, like we're up there in without bodies and we say, okay, now I want to go back. <laughs> and, and we meet with some guides and they say, okay, now what you are going to do, <laughs> you need to have your joy squashed and we're going to give you this family and this time your dad's gonna be a rageaholic screaming maniac, unhealed, who, who is such a good doctor, but will rail against chiropractic. And so when you get in a car accident, when in 1995, you will hold the accident in your body for nine years because the thought of chiropractic was nowhere in me until it was. And I'm like, I need that. <laughs> and I had to cross that bridge of understanding because it was such a deep belief. 
you know, all, I, I say I've crossed many bridges of understanding um, to become this version of me that loves life. I mean, I wasn't in my body when the car accident happened. I was living up here. <laughs> Um, I am now grounded in my body. And um, that's, oh, I, like I feel, Kevin, that being a human, I don't know if anyone's ever said this, I feel like to become a lovely human who loves ourselves, who feels good in our frame, is a journey, or maybe I could say can be quite a journey because I feel like I've had quite a journey to become this version of myself. Well, that that really is the the nature of it. Is that when you were uh, um, when you were on the other side? And by the way, there's going to be a podcast this afternoon at four o'clock Pacific, which is going to include, I'm really excited about this one as well. Um, it's going to include somebody from the Newton Institute who um, Michael, Michael Newton wrote the book life between lives and uh, um, journey of souls and destiny of souls. And it's about, it's about us as we are at home and what we do at home. And one of the things you're exactly right is at one point in time, we say, Oh, all right, I'll go back. And then and then you get the guidance as to, okay, well, you didn't do this so well, and you, and, and you did this really well, but then you got knocked off your game. So what we're going to do is let's set this scenario up. Your friends and family work with you and the friends and family that are on the other side with you, your soul group, works with you to come up with a plan that you're going to come down here to execute so that you can reach the next stage of your evolvement and, and, and learning how to, to become more and to experience more. And your dad, as I, I, I hate to say this because some people think I'm nuts, um, but your dad played the role and apparently he played it flawlessly uh, because, but he was uh, on the other side and he agreed to play that for you because it was something that you needed. Yes. I, you give me goosebumps because when, when we see life from that perspective, which took me a, a long time to see it from that place. <coughs> um. I like, wow, <laughs> how cool is that? That that really, and, and the fact that I was a child who remembered in my 30s, like I pulled something down every night that I came here, that I would write something that would add to the peace in the world. Mm -hmm. And I have. Um, may I read a rhyme on peace? Of course, please do this book and you might understand who's in my soul group who i know <laughs> who i know helped me write this book 
piece. Oh, here's the illustration. Who illustrated it, by the way? A lovely young woman named Lauren Connell. Cool. Of Silver Camp Studios is her. Awesome. So that's great that she helped you out with that. Peace. Peace in your heart, your soul, and your mind. Peace in your family while waiting to dine. Breathe into peace as you sit near a tree. Speak round a fire, your voice, oh so free. Peace to all beings because we all matter. Bluebirds and black bats, reindeer who clatter. Sink into peace as a seed that you sow. With peace in your heart, kindness always will flow. <laughs> That's very, very good. That's very good. How? When did you write that? Thank you. This book came to me in 2017. I wrote seven of the rhymes, and then I felt like, what am I? I'm writing a children's book in rhyme that will speak to the inner child of adults. Cool, that's um, nice. This is change. I mean, may I read you this one? Of course. Change, we all feel it. It's how the world rocks. Tight tulips that open clock hands which tick tock. A seal on the corner who likes your green hat the one who is waving before sliding, curse splat. Change is forever. It's how the world turns. You fliggle or wiggle in flow as you learn. Sulking and screaming don't change change a bit. But breathing through change lets smiles gently you are very talented that, that's very very good um and these, these are like um I, i'll just have to tell you because she's uh um uh becoming um really an important part of what we're trying to do and that is her name is fia she's a singer songwriter uh out of sweden and she her process is very similar to yours in that she sits down and is quiet and then music and lyrics come to her and then she writes them down. And it's the same way that you are with your poetry. Um, you sit and you listen and then you write it down and there it is. And it's voila. And then you go, how did I write that? I Exactly. It feels like I am really connected. I felt very Dr. Susie, like Ted Geisel's energy. Um, some of these and the, the made up words that were coming to me <laughs> that I have in these books. And there's a rhyme pattern, I think. It felt, I, I really feel, and I heard that he's in my soul group. So I think Ted Geisel and I wrote these books. Um, yeah. Very possible. Very possible. <laughs> you know, we don't know. Um, on, the other, on the other side, we assume that they don't care about us necessarily. Right. A lot of people assume that, which is actually the exact opposite is true. Um, they, 
love us. Well, they are supportive of us because there's see from my standpoint, they're going, boy, I don't know how he does it. That's that's pretty tough down there. And I, I don't want to do that. That's that's too hard, but I'll support them. But it's it's Earth is a tough, tough, tough place to be when you're growing up and you've got people that are not nice to you and and you've got somebody that is is chemically dependent upon uh, something that causes them to not be the person that they could be. And then you, you, you so there's an evolution to the same thing happened to me. There's an evolution to my life and there's an evolution to your life that has become uh, really quite, quite extraordinary. And it can, the beautiful thing is joy is everybody can have joy, not, not joy. You have joy, but everybody can have, have love in their heart and they can have joy and they can have, uh, something, something very positive if only they'll let it. And if they'll, and if you can't do it by yourself, then you need to go contact joy because she can help you through it. That is true. Thank you, Joy. I write about it in this book. It is natural, normal. Read that one. <laughs> Joy, a feeling so high, so bold and so deep. It's natural, normal, your birthright to keep. Meet essence of joy on a walk in the creek then stepping on grass in tender bare feet. Greet joy by yourself or with badgers nearby, with monkeys on treetops, geese streaming through sky. Add hula in sunbeams, do not hesitate. Share it, embrace it, to joy celebrate. Well done again. And you're right. That uh, could be a children's book, but it actually is uh, designed more for for adults a little bit, I think. Yeah, that's why I understood that when it was coming through me that it would speak to children, but also to those reading it to children who have um, unhealed inner children. So that's why it's called Read Aloud Rhymes for Any Size Heart. Very well done. Okay, now, did they, you did they encourage you to do that? Did they tell you to do that with the title and how the book was going to formulate, or did it just magically appear? That was just my, in I mean, who knows this connection that I, I'm I'm so creative, and if we're so creative, we're so connected to the creator, right? So. I felt like I would see pictures of people reading this book and they had put down their devices. They were holding their children and then they were having conversations about the rhymes. It wasn't, they weren't simply zipping through 26 rhymes because these all my books are alphabetical from my German background. I like the structure of alphabetical books. Um, but yeah, take your time, read one, talk about it with your kid. Like, yeah, do what my parents 
did not do. <laughs> did not do. Right. And I was going to ask you about them because you've been, if you've been with Jack Canfield, I haven't met him personally, but we've been traveling in the same spheres forever uh, for the last 20 years or so. He was in the same uh, group that I was in and stuff. And, and so I've heard him speak a number of times. I have all of the uh, um, chicken soup for the soul songs. And I used a lot of them in the, in the uh, radio show that I did in the past. And um, um, so you've been around this process for a while. You understand now, first of all, is your dad still with us or is he passed? My parents are both beyond. Now, have you formed. gone? Have you gone in search of, um, with psychic and or mediums, or people to talk to you and have you and your dad reconcile? Um, actually, thank you. I did a lot of work while my family was still alive. A lot of healing. I was led to energy healers and you know gosh chiropractors reiki rolfing um i've done yeah you've done it all i've done a lot because oh because in my perfectionism what about the fear i was in i was in fear of everything i was tight and scared and now I am not. <laughs> um, yeah, I am trusting and allowing and. Um, now, have you reached the conclusion or, or the thought processes surrounding your dad? What do you mean? I don't know what you mean. Like, as far as uh, like, uh, oh, after see after after <laughs> let me let me tell you my thoughts and then then we'll go from there. Um, see after he passed, and recognized that what he had done and was not was not appropriate and was not in your best interest and stuff. And and he learned. See, he probably don't know for a fact, but he probably spent a great deal of time working through the issues that he left here with um, to, to, to purge himself of the negativity and the, and the fear and, the, and those sorts of things, and one of which was his relationship with you. Um, which if, if you were to talk to him today, um, he, would be very, uh, he would be very apologetic about, about his life with you. Thank you. You know, I appreciate you naming that because I would be happy to have some conversations with him. I, I know that I have, but I could have more um, and or write him a letter. Um, but I, while he, while my parents were alive, I was given such a gift of an energy healing that I didn't know that's what it was when I went to meet with this woman in Ohio back in the day. But I ended up lying. I was lying on a treatment table and energy was streaming out of my fingers for a really long time. And it was after 
the practitioner had put a pink quartz crystal on my belly and she had invoked beings. And I saw in my mind's eye myself as a sad, wounded child and my parents unable to give me what I needed. Then I saw my parents in that position and they didn't get what they need. And I, I saw the entire lineage that no one was a nurtured child that got what they needed. And then my heart, you know, grew like the Grinches and I had this compassion. And then all this, what I felt was like negative stored energy in my body, the body of me came out that day. <laughs> then when I needed to be with my parents, I didn't get a stomach ache anymore. And I could just sit and breathe and allow them to be who they were. I was way more allowing of them to be their strange selves that they, <laughs> they were. <laughs> um, I loved them more at that point. Um, yes. Well, I can tell you for a fact, I know this for a fact, that your dad and your mom are very proud of the person that you've become. Thank you. And, and they, you know, I really believe that it was all part of the magical plan to put you where you are so that you are in a position to help people. That's what you do. Um, and with the, with the poetry that you do, with the books that you've written, and also the counseling that you do. Um, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, can they go? Is it best to go through the website? Yes, that's a good way. There's a contact page there. They also could reach out to me through my Facebook, um, joyonyourshoulders.com, my business page. <coughs> good. Well, and uh, it's such a pleasure having you here. I've enjoyed it greatly. You, you're you're a wonderful person. Thank you. And did I tell you I was a very positive person? Yes, you did, and you are, and and so that's that's really cool because you can move forward to the next level of positivity, whatever that is, and to accomplish even more things than you've accomplished to date. Yes, and I have a thank you. I will. I've had a. I have a through synchronicity. I have an amazing man in my life who's a publicist. And he's hooking me up with some different things coming up and they're exciting. And through my own way I am, I see people on podcasts and I write to the podcasters and I say, <laughs> perhaps I'm a match for your thing. So and, is that how you got in, in, in touch with me? The one with you, Kevin, was because I am a member of the Nonfiction Authors Association and we receive a media thing every Friday that lists different people looking for different things. That's how I found you. Um, and so and otherwise, I've had amazing things contacting podcasters and saying, I'm pretty sure I, I would be a match for your show. 
And then the follow-up goes back and forth and they say, oh my gosh, you are so joyful. And, and my word of the month is joy and you're going to be on my show. And I'm like, thank you very much. So um, a lot of people want joy. And, you know, years ago, before this book came into the world, people would say, what do you do? And I'd say, well, I'm writing a book to inspire joy. And every single person said, our world, the world needs you. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I came here to be named joy, to have my joy squashed, to find my way back to who I really am, to bring something lovely. And I'm having a really great time being who I really am. <laughs> it, um, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here today, Kevin. Well, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you here today because it's, you know, we, we're all on a walk through life and some of us are easy, a little bit more easily swayed into doing something positive than others. And some folks have, they just can't get out of their own way. And uh, it's, it's sad. It's really is sad to watch that. Um, and that's, that's why I'm glad people like you are out there in the world that can help somebody. And all you got to do is have the intestinal fortitude to give it to write a, her, a little email and to say, uh, I really would like, I don't know what it is that you got, but I want some of it because it's nice. Because it's awfully nice when you can smile and when you're okay, when the, the things, and if you came from a, you don't sound like somebody that came at all from a place of everything has to be perfect or I'm going to throw a tantrum. Um, it, you know, it, it's, you came from a place where everything had to be perfect and you know what you discovered? Everything already is perfect. <coughs> yeah. I mean, the things I've gotten over and through and around and the things and I took as long as, and it took, and what I had to forgive myself for was as long, it took the time it took. I learned how slowly and how fast I learned, but it was a perfection. And I really feel that all our lives are divinely perfect. And yep. this, this, you know, has been divinely perfect. And the fact that I'm, my husband divorced me. We have two amazing sons. And then a lot of people date before in high school or after high school or in college. And I did it after my divorce. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's when I attracted this guy and this guy and this guy. I had to um, kiss some toads before I found the prince, you know? And I'm, I am living with a prince and I am <laughs> unbelievably supported, loved. And I never knew that I could be this supported and loved, which is, that's really lovely. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's, not a, it's not only lovely, it is your 
in my frame of reference, it is partially your reward for being true to who you are. And, yeah. And, oh. Oh, go <laughs> Go ahead. It was a poem in this book that led this man to me. Now, isn't that a surprise? Oh, my gosh. Because those, do you want to? Yeah, yeah, we could. If you want to read that, we can. Because see, nobody. That's just a coincidence, and and just so people know, I'm just I'm just being facetious. There's no such thing as being as coincidences. And I opened right to the page. If you want to close your eyes, you can. It's called "Of Dreams." Rain drenches a yard. Rivers run banks, chasing lives to higher ground, and you do a rain dance in your mind. Gaze upon cracked mounds of earth, dream of water sprites. Some dreams before yours and mine died in silence. Some spent time behind bars. Some took flight. Awake or sleeping, we choose a path. Wake up, my friend. Come dream with me. And so he said, I got to meet that girl. He already knew me. Oh, okay. From he, we went to the same Unity Center. I grew up in a Jewish household, I became Christian and I am now a unitic ish person. I believe in the oneness of everybody beyond the separation of religion. And that man and I would share presents all the time in the lobby every Sunday. Hello, Michael. Hello, Joy. And it, we just shared, we shared presents. But after he read this book and led a book study with this book, um, months later, he wrote me a card. <laughs> we just, it came up in conversation yesterday, how he, he has writer, he, he could be a writer, but he doesn't believe in his abilities. And he sat down and wrote that card to me but it was pouring his heart out to me. And it pierced my heart because when you speak from your heart, you're touching another heart. True. He, and he is um, probably a, soul, a soulmate because the goodness of what this is with us. <laughs> yeah. I well, feel... Oh, I was just going to say, the cool thing is, see, in the olden days, a 60-something-year-old is considered on the decline and, 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 and closing out the chapter of their lives, and most, most of the exciting stuff has already come and is already gone. And uh, I am so glad that you are not following that recipe for disaster. You're... you're you're going to be and your your companion are going to be close and together for a very long time. And uh, the longer that you're here, the more light that you'll cast and the bigger in the bigger uh, area that you will have an impact in. 
And uh, by the way, tell him that uh, I'd love to interview him, but he has to write a book first. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll tell him that. And he might have this much interest in being interviewed. Um, we'll see. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Um, We're good. Yeah. Uh, thank you for this conversation. It's been really great chatting with you. It's it's been a great it's been great fun. So what I like to do at the end is to give you the opportunity to drag your soapbox over here and to stand on your soapbox and tell our audience anything that you would like them to say and like them to know. Mm. I want you to know that if you're not loving, well, what I'd like you to do is love yourself more today than you did yesterday. And then tomorrow, do it a little more, do it a little more every day. Love yourself. And if you loved yourself more, would you make a different decision? Would you stop doing all of this for all these other people and pay attention to your own self and maybe your health or maybe your creativity? Maybe, who knows? I don't know what that is. But I know that if you, if you just take five minutes a day and write on a paper what is important to you if like if you could write on the paper if i loved myself this much i would do this and you would start to see how you could love yourself more and maybe make a shift in your life maybe heal one thing in your life because that is how it starts <laughs> that is what i did i healed one thing at a time and lo and behold, <laughs> I mean, all those years ago, there was something in me like the mother issue, the sister issue, the father issue. Like I always knew I've got I've got to heal this car accident that's in my body. I've got to heal this thing. But I don't have it anymore. I don't have a thing to I will probably be forever healing. But there's not a thing that I know about <laughs> in me. Well, that's, so. a, that's a beautiful thing is that you can continue to heal yourself, work with people who can help you heal, and uh, it, it's, um, it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy because that's what we really are all about. And, and the cool thing is while you're in the process of healing yourself, you can help other people. And that's what's really cool. We've been talking with Joy Rezar, and she is author and a poet, and she's got a couple of books out. She's got a website. You can go work with her and do all of that all by yourself. So go to her website, which again is joyonyourshoulders.com. Or you can go to her Facebook page and Joy on Your Shoulders there too, right? Right. We're just and I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I pop in and out of Instagram, but Joy Razor, yeah, I'm around. <laughs> you could find me. Oh, that would be awesome if you need if you need someone to help you get through some of this stuff. And and it's not a matter of um, um, if you have if you seek help, it's not that you're weak. 
it's that some of us have been have been involved in excuse the expression the shit and of all the the stuff that we've been going through for so long that it's hard to understand and hard to get through it you have you've got a smile on your face that didn't used to be there i'm willing to bet and is there now yeah Thank you. So oh, that is awesome. By the way, Joy Rezar has been our guest. And go to her website and uh, go buy her books. They they sound like they're, they're, I would, if my kids were um, younger and I was still reading to them, <laughs> they won't even read to themselves now. Uh, but if they could read to them, that would be, those are great uh, lessons. Those are great yeah. books. Yeah, so. thank you. I've been told that, that the rhymes are not sappy. They are wise and delightful. So, there you, um, there you, thank there you. you go, Joy. Thank you so much. Why don't you hang right there for a moment? I wanted to say something before we go, but I've got to do this ending and then we'll be right back. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because. Each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.